Welcome, sir. What's happening? Not much. Just, you know, I'm going to talk to you and Jeremy Wagler about the big uh, Wagler competition products fall nationals this Saturday in Lyons, Indiana. So waiting for our buddy Jeremy to join us and let's go pulling. So how are you? I'm doing well. Good, 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 good. Thank you for lining us up and excited for more people to listen to this interview. You know, our, our podcast we did with Logan Thomas last week was like about the sleds, you know, was five to six times more popular than anything else we've done so far. So I think we're doing a good job of, you know, we got it. What's kind of relevant, you know, in the pulling world and talk to promoters yep. and talk to pullers. And so, you know, like you and I talked earlier today, we probably need to start focusing on um, point, you know, points champions, you know, Jeff yep. Hurt won a championship. He's always a good interview. We got to get him on, you know, other big stories lately. It would be Braden Schrammick, their, their Agro Pro stock, even though it has a John Deere motor. I mean, can oh, you think of Oh, it can, does not. A red motor, excuse me. Yes, red motor. My bad. But can you think of a, tra- a debut of a pulling vehicle that's caused any, any buzz on the internet like that one did in recent memory? I mean... Honestly, no, and here's why because nobody ever debuted it the way they did. That, you... vid- that video was freaking dynamite, yeah. That well, was they, they did a great job, that was job. outstanding. And Braden, Braden put it all together. And I talked to his grandmother at Nashville, she was standing right behind me, or she was sitting in the bleachers behind me, so I motioned for her to come up and. I introduced myself and I told her what a beautiful tractor it was and, and how thankful we were that they were coming out again. And she said, well, you know, that was all my grandson's doing. I said, yes, I know. That's and awesome. then I, and then I told her that I thought that he needed to um, sign that tractor because I don't know. You watched the video. Yes. You know, when he's finished with the rendering. Yes. You know how he signs the, the frame rail. No, I didn't see that. I didn't notice that. Yeah, he signs the frame rail, and that's not on the tractor now. And I think it needs to be. And I told his grandmother, I said, look, your grandson designed uh, a functional piece of art that bruises egos and smokes and makes really cool noises. <laughs> Picasso signed his pieces. Braden needs to sign his. Like and she said, well, I'll tell him that. She said, you probably better tell him yourself. And uh, when I get the chance to, because I did, I sent him a text and I told him. I never heard back from him, though. Yeah. And uh, I might even make a deal with him that if he signs that tractor, I'll never ma- watermark another one of his photos again. There you go. Let him wa- have his own official watermark, the Brady That's Shrek right. watermark. That's exactly right. Because most people Great. know when it's my photo and when it's somebody else's. But, you know. Um, I did talk to, uh, Ken Summers today over lunch and, uh, I think that we're going to have a great podcast with those guys. Awesome. Um, because it's going to be a family affair. Really? Oh yeah. Mom's getting involved. Sydney will get involved. Ken probably won't get a word in edgewise. (laughs) It'll be great. (laughs) I love it. It'll, no, I think that's great. Fun. And you, oh, and you have been saying, Sydney, you've been right? saying, oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that's right. You know, I met Sydney for a couple of years. You know, I filmed her down there, and uh, the first year of the Cowtown Showdown when she drove the Oliver, the farm stalker. Oh, that's right. That dad, had, yep. that dad had put together for her, and you know, and then, you know, Ken kind of started calling me. Oh, I don't know, 
probably 17, yep. you know, or 18, when he started thinking about the Cowtown thing and started talking. I ran into him at a pole somewhere, and then when he got his 4-1, we just kind of started talking more and more. And just, you know, I know we say this a lot, and probably one of the nicest guys we meet. I think that's like a that's like a buzzword that you, you and I use a yep. lot. But that's we're pretty genuine about it. I think if someone's a prick, we're probably going to say it as well. Maybe not. I'd probably say it, but you'd be a little more eloquent about it. So <laughs> he's an acquired taste. <laughs> yeah, I'd call him a prick, and you would say that's an acquired taste or her or whatever. But that's um, yeah, an acquired taste. I like that. My wife. Is I heard. I heard that. <laughs> yeah. So Sarah is on the Let's Grow Pulling. That's podcast, that, well. So. It's about time. It is about time. She is by far the best thing that ever happened to me. So, but that we, I debuted her at the Burkholtz wedding because they were like all Brandy Murdoch and all those guys were like, hey, you finally brought your hot wife. I'm like, heck yeah. She is real. How about that? Yeah. A lot of people didn't know she was real. They thought I lived in a van down by the river and the, the same, made up all the family. Same stuff. with me. Same with me. I, yeah. I introduced Kara around at, um, the Northwest Missouri Tractor Pullers Association banquet. And I got more than one. I think Brad Stull was probably the guy who said it first. He's like, Kara, it is so nice to meet you. Now I know that your husband isn't a liar. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, Brad. Come here, so I can kick yeah. you in the nuts. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, um, it should be noted that uh Sydney, uh she came out and stomped on the on the competition in Bedford this weekend. Yeah, no, I saw that three seventy something, three seventy two. Uh huh. And not only that, after having a ride that kind of rattled her on Friday in Wheatland. Yeah, no, I saw that too. Um, I bought the live stream for Wheatland, and then for our class, you know, the, I like to check out and see how our competitors are doing because excited to get the remedy back out next year and kind of see who's who's who and. You know, I mean, I there's always kind of that top ten tractors that doesn't really change too much, right. and to see Sydney, I've been watching Sydney just sneak into there, and Ken too, even when Ken drives. But I think it's always it's always neater when a when a lady drives a tractor. There's just not a lot of ladies in our sport driving. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, we have. The, I think the two wheel drive truck has probably the the biggest gang of them with probably some of the biggest personality as well, yep. and they do a they do a good job playing that up not playing it up. They're very genuine about it and honest. Um, but they also want to win, which I love, yep. but they're also very respectful of each other, you know, and then we're, you know, Connie, obviously Mullinex is who was, I, you know, I've always related to in our class and now Sydney and D you know, um, we have Kathy Gallitz who drives a tractor up here in the Badger state, yep. you know, obviously, you know, Tom's wife and Nick's mom. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to see that because I'm telling you, there are there are ladies driving combines right now, probably going to listen to this podcast or, or a green cart yep. that can uh, can outdrive that you know can outdrive anybody else on the track, but they just you know their husband or their sons are are the ones sitting in the roll cage with the um, you know the five point harness. Yep, so. you started to mention uh, uh, D Ruth and. You know her. You you heard about her debut this summer, right? No, I didn't. I didn't know she ever drove. I just know Brianna's drove it. She's obviously drove the wheels off that. Oh, belt. really? You didn't hear so, this? Oh, I've got it. I got a story for you. Um, she finally, Doug, Doug, and whoever else, uh, finally convinced her to drive uh, okay. at Rock Valley, and she drove on 
this uh, in both sessions, the Saturday afternoon and the Saturday evening. Um, Doug was up first in the uh, Saturday afternoon session, and he broke something in the rear end. Like we could hear parts, you know, rolling around. Usually yeah. not a good thing when I'm all the way on the other side of the track. And she had literally never done anything other than idle that thing around the barnyard. But she uh, hopped in the seat and she made a great pass. And uh, I forget where she placed. I think it was in the top 10 out of a class of like 22. Um, and then that evening, and I wasn't there for this. I'll be darned if she didn't go out and win the whole damn thing. I'll be darned. I had no idea. Yeah, she went out. That's awesome. I don't remember what the distance was or how many feet she put on anybody, but um, she took the show. And uh, so second time out, she won her class. So, and I don't think, I don't think, I wouldn't swear to it, but I don't think she's gotten in the seat since then. Um. She may have. I don't know. They they weren't in Nashville. Um, Doug hurt something in Unionville, I believe, and they weren't okay. able to make it. And I don't know if they made Wheatland. Did they make Wheatland? I don't think so. I can double check. Um, I can go to ProPoline, see if their results are up yet. Um, the Lucas Oil app wasn't working, and that, conf- that messed with me Friday night for a little bit. And then I went in through the website, and I logged in. I was able to watch the live stream. Of that, um, did you see Josh's wild ride Friday night? I saw when that I, tractor got. Yeah, I did see that. That looked like it hurt. Yeah, he said, you know, I, there's always <laughs> somebody that pops in on uh, on a Facebook in the comment, you know, and I try not to read too many comments because uh, most time I just get angry. Um, so if somebody ever wants to like say something to us and like legitimately like, ask a question, just message us privately on Facebook. So, uh, what's going on? There's that's Wagler right there. Jeremy. Ryan? Yep, I'm here. Okay, I think Jeremy just jumped on. I think so. I can definitely hear something different. We sent him the link. So if anybody's listening to us right now, our podcast, we use Anchor to record our podcast. You can go to the Anchor app. Jeremy's definitely there. He just got, he's got a hey, I can hear you there. There's Wagner. Hey, there he is. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. We, thought you, we thought you died. They, we thought you had been shot and shoved into a coffin the way the noises were going on there. So. Uh, I can barely barely hear you for some reason. I don't know what's going oh, you on. You sound really good. As long as you can hear us, okay, just keep good, talking. Good. So. Well, welcome to, to Let's Grow Pulling. Uh, Jeremy, Ryan, and I have been doing these podcasts now. Oh, I would say for like the last month, we're just starting to get a little momentum with it. We interviewed Logan Thomas last week, the Decision Maker Sleds, and that's been a very, very popular podcast. So, we're hoping to use this as another avenue with along with our social media and the internet uh, to promote, you know, to help promoters like yourself get the word out and fill the stands. So. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a strange year for sure at the, at the track for us as well. I'm sure everybody's like that, but it, for, for uh, everybody that's trying to do events and trying to get past the COVID-19 stuff, it's been a, it's been a struggle for 2020. Yep. It sure has. But definitely different. Jeremy, was your event last year, was it the last, the, the fall event last year, was that kind of the first big money payout we've seen in pulling? I really feel like it was, but, uh, you know, Ryan can jump in if he thinks so as well. But I think that was like the first time we saw a real major dollar amount to come win an event. Is that pretty accurate in your mind, in the pulling world? 
Yeah, as far as as far as we know, uh, we tried to me and myself, Andrew and Mike Boyd and uh, Miles Gregor, We tried to all pull together and try to put a uh, a big money pull together. And as far as I know, that was I think the jackpot last year was like twenty twenty five thousand last year total for the pro stock class. And uh, seemed like everybody was happy, and it was kind of the end of the year. No points to worry about. They just came out. Everybody enjoyed yourself, and that's why we're wanting to try to do it again yeah, this year. I like it a lot, and we appreciate you doing that. I know Ryan for sure is coming out on Friday. I'm going to try to sneak out there on Saturday. I just got a couple things I got to iron out quick. So, Roos, are you still with us? Did we lose okay. you all? No, I'm here. I'm here. And Jeremy, so, I was going to make a comment about um, – I've always maintained that during this whole COVID thing for the people who were willing to take the risks and jump through the hoops that needed to be jumped through and work with the health department and do all the things that the, if you build kind of the whole, if you build it, they will come thing. And as far as I know, you have had more events this year than any other track in the country. And so you deserve a big hats off for that. And I hope and I pray that it is paid off for you um, as far as, you know, I don't know if it pays off in money in the pocket, but as far as um, where your stock trades, so to speak, in the public interest, um, for those of us in the pulling world, um, thank you, as well as in the drag racing world. Okay. I know you've had, what, two or three different events, the world's fastest golf carts. Yeah yeah <laughs> no i appreciate it we've we've definitely tried and and i'm really really glad that we are in a, a small town in indiana because i i know it would be a struggle if we was in a big city this year but small town lions indiana green county as uh, health departments all for sheriff's departments all for us county commissioners are all for it so it's like i can't ask for a better group of people to work with and when died Dan wanted to do the event this year, and then after the COVID hit, it was like, are we really going to be able to do this? But everybody, we had meetings after meetings, and everybody was 100% for it. So I got a lot of good people surrounded me on on. Yeah, on I'll bet support. you had more meetings this year than you have ever had in your entire life. <laughs> I uh, I am definitely glad that we got the shite event pulled off because that was one that like we was all having to count on for this year. And uh, after every every meeting, it was like, yep, we're going to do this. You know, even all the way up to the last two days before the event, we was waiting on the governor to make his mind up on what what level he was going to release us at. But yeah, everybody everybody went good. And then the after after meeting went really well. They uh, county uh, health department actually said that the covid numbers went com you know drastically down after the shite event so it was like hey you know i'm glad that no one got sick and no one you know there's nothing really to worry about on that part on an outdoor uh venue so that's why we're wanting to do another one this weekend and i i feel like everybody will come out i agree time. jeremy can you talk about wagler motorsports and what what you guys do for the drag racing and the pulling world the actual business before we really get into the nuts and bolts of the event this Saturday in Lyons, Indiana? Yeah, uh, our business is mainly focused on, uh, we do a lot of different things, but basically we're doing uh, billet blocks, billet heads, uh, all kinds of things for, you know, building full, complete billet engines for drag racing and pulling. So uh, the uh, 
the stock uh, engines. We do a lot of stock engines, and this year, you know, we definitely have to focus on what what all is going on outside the motorsports because motorsports has kind of been slow. But we've been fortunate; we've got a lot of good customers. We've been staying a hundred hundred and ten percent busy. We've been too busy this year. Uh, we've also picked up a lot of government work. Uh, we have a naval base here beside us, so we do a lot of uh, navy machining and all that stuff. So uh, we we've been growing each year, and I hope that it stays stays focused that way. Well, sure, sure should. Do you, would you say, like, is there a percentage of pulling versus drag racing versus other, Jeremy? That you can kind of is it like a thirty, you know, fifty ten type of a split, or this- is it pretty even, or? Yeah, like up until this year, this year we've been really, I mean, it's probably a 50-50 split, it seems like. And and as far as drag racing and pulling goes, uh, it seems like this year we've we've seen a lot more drag racing taken off. And I don't know if that's just because of some of the events was able to go and others wasn't, but it's hard to say. But it seems like drag racing's really growing and where pulling's kind of kind of been i don't i don't want to say it's stagnant but it's it's not taken off in growth as much as what it has in the past yeah well some of your biggest pulling states were shut down completely this year like wisconsin yes you know obviously that's that's where i live you know where iowa iowa was a wide open buffet this year where ryan lives but all your you know your ohio's and the indiana's were limited especially ohio i mean when your major associations like that shut down of course you know um and when NTPA cannot have their uh, Bowling Green event and Lucas can't have a lot of their major events, you know that it's not going to grow a whole lot yep, in one yep. year. No. So I hope I hope 2021 turns around, and I don't know. After watching the debate last <laughs> night, I have a I have a, a another take on that, but I I feel like there's probably better things in the in the world to worry about than the politics. But I hope every everybody keeps on doing well in business and keeps yeah, on growing. I, I, Ryan and I have made a vow not to really get too deep into politics ever on Facebook or nope. anything <laughs> like that because that's just a, that's a black hole that you don't want to go down. But um, I think no. I think what makes seriously makes makes America great, and I'm not trying to steal anything, is the people that are in America that want to be successful. You know, I I want to. Yes. You know, I work 60, 70, 80 hours a week. So does Rusnik. I know. I know you work harder than us. Yeah. We um, if we want nice, nice stuff, we got to work hard. You know, I had a borrower. I had a borrower yeah. last week on the phone telling me that he wanted to. You know, he wanted. I'm a mortgage uh, lender. Jeremy, he wanted he wanted to buy a bigger yeah. place, and I we yeah. I said, well, how many hours are there in a week? And he said, we did the math, and I said, yeah. well, you're only working forty, and I don't think he, I don't think he, <laughs> I mean he took it the wrong way. I was trying to be joking, but also kind of like, well, there's nothing there's nothing saying he can't get a second job, buddy, or a part time job, or to take care of your family. And oh, I yeah. think I think I don't know. There's such I don't know. I don't want to get in too much, but there's a sense of entitlement that I wish kind of would um, go yeah. away a little bit um, for people that truly need to be helped. I want to help them, but for people that are capable of working yeah. and, and providing for their families, that's what they need to do. So enough of that. Most, most of, most of all of our customers that we work with and including a lot of the, the government employees, I mean, there's, there's a lot of government guys that we deal with. They work day and night, you know, it's, it's uh, one of them deals where if you really truly believe and love what you're doing, you're not going to just work 40 hours and go home and kick yep. back on the couch, yep. you know? Well, and that's why, I mean, that's why I needed to get you tonight later because we're busy all day and that's all part of yeah. it i like to i like to yep. be ready to talk we're still out here at the track working yep. right now so that's where you caught me at i just shared <laughs> we're we're usually up here every yeah, i just shared some of your videos 
before we talk about the event again, again, Lions, Indiana, this Saturday, October 3rd, the Wagler Competition Products 2020 Fall Nationals. Jeremy, do you come from a drag racing background or a pulling background or what? How did you get, you know, how did you get into making billet pieces and being super engine builder guy? What's what's your back history, backstory? Uh, basically, I grew up on a dairy farm. So I grew up on a dairy farm and, and all the way in through my senior year. Uh, senior year, I graduated and dad wanted to know if any of us wanted to take it over. And we all looked at dad and said <laughs> no. So uh, dairy farming, dairy farming was over in 2000. I graduated in year 2000 and soon as we graduate or I graduated, I started my own shop repairing automobiles and we've always had tractors and everything around the farm, you know, but as far as getting into drag racing, the track that we actually own now, the, the lines, Indiana track, I was up here drag racing. It was brand new back in 98, 97, 98. So it was brand new when I was in high school and that's where I, I started drag racing as soon as it opened up. So I would have been like a junior in high school, but drag racing first. And then once we got out of, uh, got into business, uh, I seen the, seen the pull inside was very, very large. So, you know, diesel, diesel drag racing really hasn't been much of a, of a thing for, I mean, it's what, five to 10 years at the very most, as far as being yeah. strong. So pulling has de definitely been where our business has grown over the years. And like I said, we keep on, we keep on pushing and I hate to say this, but diesel is kind of, I, I enjoy the diesel side of things, but as far as business wise and making, making the machine payments and all that stuff, we're really getting into doing custom machining for the, for the military and the government. Um, we see that right now there's a much, much bigger need there than, then the performance world, we're going to keep doing the performance world by, by all means. But as far as a hundred percent focused, we have to, we have to focus where we can pay our bills and keep on growing business. So yeah, well, and if Ryan can get paid to take pictures and I could get paid to, to announce tractor pulls, we would do that too, but we have, we have to have real jobs as well. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you have, you have to have uh, what, what you have to do to pay the bills and then what you, yep. you know, exactly. And every exactly. and every once in a while, those two things intersect. Yep. So, and you're and you're thankful for those times where they do. Jeremy, what'd you start drag racing with? What was your I first? Think... What was the first thing you took down the track? We lost him, right? He, he, we lost him. What? Yep. I Shoot. here we. I thought we were being entertaining. I know. I I was kind of proud of us so far. You know, twenty two minutes and asking good questions and stuff like that. Lot. I I really wanted to hear his answer what do you think Let's it was see. what do you think it was i had no idea I, you know i would say like a nova or a camaro or something like that would be he's because if he graduated in 2000 i graduated 94 that means he's in his late 30s yep uh i would say yeah camaro or firebird something like that would be my guess but hard to say for sure so well before let's see if he jumps back on or not ryan but let's talk about the event a little bit um, I have a poster here in front of me. You know, you and I always get excited about pro stocks. I think everybody gets excited about pro stocks. So it's 10,000 to win. And I think everybody's going to be chasing Schnitteker again, right? Because didn't he pull it off in Nashville as well? Or who won the shootout down in Nash Vegas a couple weeks ago? Ah, uh, crap. I knew you were going to ask me that. No, no, no. Let me get on power and noise. Power and noise photo.com. Um, I'll tell you right now. Holes hours shoot out Friday. Okay. Let's see here. 
Robbie Lemke won mm-hmm. the yeah he won it Robbie did on um on on, Re- on Revelation yeah on John Tra- that's right he, he wow he put twenty feet on the cotton picking deer Rodney was third yep. he was twenty three feet back top three yep. Tim and, Stone. On, and on Saturday night Rodney was second I believe okay but yeah his uh, so Rodney and Dennis. I don't know if they're going to be there or not. Um, and if Jeremy's back, we can, we can ask him. Um, those guys have a tremendous amount of acres that they, that they farm. And I know that uh, Brad Holzhauer basically asked, would you guys please park the combines and come and play for one, for a couple of nights? And they said, yes, they would. Um, but, I don't know if we're going to get them or not. Um, I will tell you that um, I have been told that Carlton is coming, which is okay, which is great. Absolutely. Uh, I know that um, one of my auctioneer partners at Tractor Zoom uh, is a part-time crew member for uh, the Mastersons, and I believe Kevin is coming, and he's going to bring the Tinker Toy. Now he wasn't there last year, but he did win the points with the Tinker Toy. And I, every time I watched the Tinker Toy make a pass this year, it ran like it was on fire. Wegler's back. Hey, there he back. is. Hey, lost you guys there. Yeah, I think we forgot to tell you you have to have good internet. I don't know. If you're out running around, maybe it might be tough. So. I got a couple phone calls on my phone, and all of a sudden, it just deleted you guys. Oh, okay. So I don't know; they must have been more important. I Boy, guess. Well, obviously, awesome. obviously, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hey. Joking. So I was, care. I was about to ask you what was the first thing that you uh, went down the drag strip in? Uh, would have been my S10. I had a S10. It was a farm truck, uh, Benny Woodruff uh, Farms. Uh, I bought it when I was a junior, and I put a 400 small block uh, gas in it. Do you have any pictures of that up on your Facebook page at all, Jeremy? Uh, I can have. Uh, it's it's uh, yeah, it's on there somewhere. I'd have to find it. But, yeah, we had a yellow. I painted it yellow, and I was being a kid, put a 400 small block in a turbo 400 transmission and used to go out and tear up the streets and then come up here and drag racing. I imagine – April 12th, that looking would... through some old photos. I found it, Roos. I found it April 12th, looking through some old photos my senior year. 2000 high school, found several pictures racing that summer at ET Raceway. <laughs> Put your pictures in the comments. Yep. I'm going to share this to Beer Money right now. Awesome. Uh-oh. That uh, <laughs> that actually sounds – one of my buddies, shout out to Brent Cook, um, who lives up in Minnesota yep. now. He took a uh, an old long box, like 85, 86, S10, and he put he yeah. put a 350 small block in it, and I think uh, it was probably a, I would imagine a turbo 400 transmission. Um, and I remember we had fun with that, and even with you know just a almost a bone stock 350, it might have even it might have had oh, some bolt ons. My guess is that your 400 <laughs> small block was not all just you know, street stock. And I imagine it had a little extra to it. 
I put a I put a blower on it, and that's where I kind of you see where I'm at with the dragster that I'm yep. working on and the the coop and all that. I've always been a big blower guy, and that's this where is it started this back when I was a yeah. Teenager. This is all starting to make <laughs> perfect sense now. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as a lot of guys think, I'm a little bit crazy trying to put blowers on diesels, but I truly believe that someday soon uh, we're going to go after a record. So I actually got Dan Dan Scheid and uh, Jared Zone, Jones coming out Friday out here to the track. We're going to be working on the uh, dirt track, and then we're going to do some testing our dragster against their dragster, and Ben Shaddy and a couple guys coming out. So we're going to be uh, we're going to be doing a little testing uh, side what by time, side. What time are you planning on running the dragsters? Uh, Friday will be all day. Yeah, Friday all day. So sat, you know, Saturday we're going to be focused on the UTV race in the morning, and then pulling in the evening. But uh, Friday we'll be out here all day with both Dan's and ours, and. Uh, I think Ben Shaddy's Corvette's going to be out here most of the oh, day. Oh, really? So. I'll I yep. will be there before you guys pack it in. That is my <laughs> that is my promise to you. I will leave. I will leave early. Okay. Nope. That sounds good. We we've been uh, wanting to find a day that we can all get together and test again before before the cool weather sets in too much, and we decided to do it while we was up here Friday. Do those uh, do those uh, motors make good power when it's cooler? Or do, or do we yeah, hit a point do. where we've got a law of diminishing returns? Well, the only thing that we fight uh, drag racing is track temperature. Oh, sure. So, you know, if you, if we was up here a couple of weeks ago testing with our dragster and kept running like a 430, you know, 4.3 seconds, we could not get faster than that because we kept blowing the tires mm-hmm. off. So the cold track temperatures is what we fight more than anything. I do believe the engines run better when the cool weather is, but you got to have a couple cars going down the track instead of just one. So that's why we're going to have at least three of them up here building a little track. Outstanding. I not. Yeah. So yeah, come on, come on up and maybe you can get some videos and pictures. Of uh, that that's the a little, plan. A little diesel performance. Cause I, I, cause <laughs> I didn't get my, I didn't get my fill of, of drag racing this year. Like I normally do. Normally I always, okay. I always go and shoot UCC and that obviously yeah. didn't happen yep. this year. And so I was, I'm kind of feeling that. Well, come on out, and we might even set you in the driver's seat if you want to take take a ride. Yeah, I, I doubt that's going to happen, but you know, <laughs> no, it's it's a. I enjoy having both tracks here. Uh, I really enjoy seeing you know performance on both sides of the things. Pulling, I love, and drag racing, I love. So as far as that, we uh, we've got a lot of guys begging begging to have a circle track out here someday. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe in have the you future. got room for it? Yeah, yeah, we have a uh, hundred and some acres right now, so we have enough room. It's just getting time and energy and and uh, money yeah. rounded up to do it all. Boy, if you did that, man, you would never, <laughs> you would never have a weekend to yourself again. That's that's and, the problem. Yeah, I was going to say, con- gets after me consider now. Consider that decision very carefully, sir. I know you have a growing yeah, family. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, we're uh, we're pretty content with what we got going right now. And like I said, this year was 2020 is definitely a, a weird season, but I think we can all get past it and move I on. I agree. So. All right, so run us through run us through what's going on on Saturday. Uh, on Saturday, we have several classes this year. Uh, we took out the diesel or the the uh, dirt drags mm-hmm. last year. We had the dirt drags. We kind of took that out because we uh, made a uh, upgrade to the track. For the shite event, we put some shipping containers at the end of it and basically made that a tunnel to walk from one side of the track to mm-hmm. the other. 
So this year we will not have enough time to move those or make it to where it's safe. So we're going to stick with pulling and UTV racing. Um, 3-0 uh, teamed up with ITPA again, Indiana Tractor Pulling Association. Good. We got the 3-0 uh, diesel trucks, uh, pro stock gas trucks, four-wheel drive super stock gas trucks, uh, super farm tractors, and then we have the pro farm 11.5 um, 11.5 USA rules. It's a no turbo limit, 11,500 11, 11, pound, no turbo limit. Pro farm so that's class. that's the womp womp class, right? Yeah, we, that's the womp womp class yeah. from Gordyville. That's like that's, the, that's, that's yeah. like old pro stock motors governed to you know that are nine hundred cubic inches that are yeah. governed to like three thousand yeah. RPM. It's awesome. Yeah, they're awesome. Uh, I've never uh, seen those run outside they, before. Nor have That'd I. Be so cool. Well, hopefully they put on a good show. Uh, uh, they've actually gathered several uh, Jason trailer. Uh, has got a lot of the sponsors pulled together for that class, and they've actually got a pretty good run up. So uh, we got some cash to put down on that one, and then also uh, Graves from up here, local Southern Indiana farm stock pullers. He got the twelve thousand pound non uh, natural aspirated non mile per hour or no mile per hour, and then another one is a twelve thousand pound sixteen mile per hour. So have all those classes, and then at the very end, we're going to do the pro stock diesel shootout, and we got. 10 grand to the winner and then it breaks it down i think it's 25 to six at second place thousand to third and then it's like 750 500 and 250 all the way down 10 spots nice. so so how many uh I hope, what's uh, what's the buzz about uh pro stocks for because that's that's going to be the question that everybody asks well who's coming who's coming who's coming yep uh, i've been i've been back and forth with uh Andrew, talking to Andrew and Mike Boyd there, and uh, they've got several of them lined up. I do know Carlton Cope. I believe he's bringing the uh, the Massey and then the uh, uh, Mac Mac trailers, uh, Mac Daddy nice. pulling. So he's bringing all those. So uh, hopefully we can get a pretty good show again. Last year I think there was twenty seven. I would be more than happy if we had twenty. Yep. You know, this year I know we're right in the middle of farming season and everything. If we can get 20 of them to show up for that kind of money, I'll be more than glad. So hopefully everybody enjoys it, comes out, and wants to do it again next year. Well, I was talking to one of my auctioneer partners this week um, from uh, up in or down in uh, the Masterson's neck of the woods, and he's old family friends, and he likes to crew for the guys. Yeah. And it sounds like we're going to get Kevin out of the combine, and we're going to load up the Tinker Toy and come out. Good, so, good. So they are going to. That's come up what here. I'm hearing. Yes. Uh, okay. Good. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing that. I've actually never met this auctioneer in person, so I'm kind of looking forward to meeting him. But uh, uh, yeah, it'll be good to see Kevin make one more shot at it, or oh, Daryl, yeah. whoever runs it. Yeah. Uh, I guess as far as farming and everything, are they still in the fields and everything? I'm sure most. Oh of yeah, them are. I'm sure. Yeah. Why not take off a Saturday afternoon and head to the yep, track? Right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you're going to be out there to give away this billet billet trophy again this year. <laughs> right? We'll give that. We'll, huh? let, we'll let you and Miles do that. This isn't my show. I'm just here to take pictures, man. I'm here to. I'm here to well, to kind of document it. I got one of my guys at the shop tomorrow, so uh, it's not even built yet. But we'll take videos and pictures as he's machining it tomorrow, and uh, we'll get the ten thousand cash to him and. Hopefully everybody will come out to enjoy the show. Are, 
are we doing something a little bit different this year with uh, the trophy or is it going to be uh, a little bit like last year's? Uh, I want, I'd like to keep it the same. That way every year we have a billet, billet tire, uh, a big, big cut tire, and then also the That's cash. A- so uh, we'll get, yeah, we'll get it out on display here so everybody can see it throughout the event and, and uh, see who takes, see if it's a red tractor or green tractor or what color we give it to this nice. year. Jimmy, have you, have you, how many pulling vehicles have you driven over the years? Uh, just, just the shop truck, believe it or not. Uh, well, the shop truck, two wheel drive, and then the Cummins killer. Uh, I did drive the Cummins killer a couple of times and now we own the, uh, Cummins killer yep. two, uh, bought that off a uh, Kuslix this year since they built the new one. So we have it down here. I've uh, been working with a local farmer, Dick Wade. He's, he's planning on driving it for me and, and we have it in his shop working on it, getting it ready to go. So after pulling seasons over, we'll get back on it and Sweet. finish it up. Yeah. We have a mechanical, the mechanical Duramax. Uh, you probably seen it go into the Cummins Killer Three. Uh, their last minute, right before they came to Shides, yep. uh, that was our pump and injectors from Weimer. So uh, we got another pump and injectors being built right now. But we're we're going to put that same setup. Nice. In yep. So we'll see how everything goes, and I'm sure it's going to be a learning curve, but we'll we'll get yep. it for sure. Out. Any chance you guys might haul down to Georgia in, in November? That's that's the plan. I, I would love to at least get the, the shop truck back out and go down there. And then also, uh, I, I do know Kooslicks are wanting to take the uh, the new the latest truck, get it done. So as far as the Cummins Killer 2, uh, we've, we've, got a, we've got at least a couple months of work to mm-hmm. do on it. So I've been slacking this summer. Yeah, slacking, <laughs> he says. <laughs> Too many projects going on. Yeah, that that happens. That happens. Yeah, that's awesome. That that's yeah, awesome so, that you guys are uh, still playing with the shop truck. I've I've never sure. gotten there to see that thing run in person. 